Hello again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I'm going to be talking all about control mechanisms and being a starseed. And recently, this has really come up in my own life, and this is something that I used to coach and channel with my clients about all the time. I believe that most starseeds, most old souls, definitely have control issues. And there's a huge reason why we would have these perpetual control issues. And mostly, I believe that it's because we all came to this planet and we forgot who we are. We forgot where we came from. We forgot why we signed up to be here. And especially, we forgot our mission and our purpose. The whole reason why we're on this planet in the first place is to have and complete our mission and purpose. And so if we don't remember what that is, then how can we possibly complete it? Every time I go into past interdimensional and cosmic lifetimes, I always love looking at the very last lifetime that we had off of this planet before we decided to volunteer ourselves here. Now, although it is totally possible to take a break from being a human and go back up to a different dimension, it's definitely more rare. In a lot of ways, what I've seen time and time again is that we volunteer to be here. Maybe we just want to be here for a lifetime. Maybe we want to be here for 10 lifetimes. But eventually, we end up creating so much karma that cannot be cleared anywhere else that we actually get stuck or trapped here. Now, I want to backtrack. I just want to like explain this concept a little bit because I think that it's not talked about enough. All karma is, is an energetic reverberation. Every action, every thought, every reaction that we have creates an energetic vibrational frequency. Me drinking water, for example, creates an energetic vibration. Now, likewise, me yelling at some guy who cut me off in traffic also emits an energetic vibrational frequency. So some actions and thoughts and reactions create a louder reverb, whereas other actions, thoughts, and reactions create a quieter, more neutralized reverberation. The louder reverberations that we have typically always come back to us. The action of taking a sip of water is pretty neutral for the most part, unless I'm hating the water while I'm drinking it, (laughs) then it might come back to me. But ultimately, the more and more that we can neutralize our actions and reactions in the moment or be able to be aware and conscious enough after the action and reaction to neutralize it afterwards, the less and less we create the karma moving forward. Now, a lot of channelers believe that this planet in so many ways is a prison planet, that we get trapped here. 
And I'm not necessarily saying that we don't get trapped here, because we do. But a lot of these channelers also make mention that the light after we die is a trap. So a lot of them say, don't go into the light, it's just a trap. And I think that might be a little bit misleading. Just from my own exploration and research, I have crossed over many spirits and have never experienced the light as a trap. And I actually walk through the white light portals with the spirits that I cross over. It doesn't matter, right? There's no right or wrong. You know, whatever you feel, whatever you're in resonance with. But what I do believe is a bit of a trap here on this planet is the way in which the karmic energy cycle has been manipulated, or should I really call it the karmic debt cycle has been manipulated. And that being said, it basically means from my own observations that the reptilian beings, for the most part, are the ones who fully understand how karma works, the energetic reverb. And because of our conditioning, because of our programming, because of our control mechanisms here, mixed with the fact that we don't remember who we are, creates this dynamic where we are always getting trapped in reacting and therefore creating karmic energy that cannot be completed anywhere else on any other planet. I said this actually in my child sex trafficking video that was so powerful and profound. It's, it's actually on YouTube. And what I made mention to was that these children are stuck in this kind of like a slavery, even almost worse than slavery. I don't know if that's possible, but they're stuck in this way that is not allowing them to neutralize any of that trauma. And on top of that, the type of trauma and torture and abuse that these children deal with in this lifetime or the lifetime that they dealt with that is so specific, is so extreme, is so brutal that they cannot go to another planet or another dimension and re-experience that in order to neutralize it. The main way that we neutralize frequency is to go back and re-experience it. So that's a bit of like an overview of the karmic debt trap that we have here. And I know that I've been caught up in the child sex trafficking ring in multiple lifetimes uh, on this planet. And I know that I had to come back in this lifetime to neutralize the rest of that frequency. And there are other things on this planet that we get stuck in, especially stuck in the vibration and energy of disempowerment. Everything within this realm brings us to this point where we feel that we're not good enough, where we feel that we are disempowered or unable to recreate our lives and our reality. So if you get stuck and trapped within disempowerment, it'll lead you to the energy and vibration of control. Now, mostly what I tend to find with starseeds is Starseeds will feel disempowered or lost or confused or depressed or anxious because they feel like they're different. They feel like they're special. They feel like they're here on a mission. And all of those things that I just made mention to 
are also in the equation of bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or dissociative disorder. And I know because I've seen psychologists, I've explained myself, I've gone into these things mostly because I'm just curious as to how they're going to perceive who I am. And although they have said before that I experience or inhibit signs of these things, maybe on the spectrum of these conditions or diagnoses, they can't fully diagnose me. And the reason why is because I'm too grounded. I'm too functional, right? And I just, I just find it really fascinating in a lot of ways. And so all these star seeds, you know, some of the questions are, do you feel like you're special? Yeah, because ultimately I feel like I'm different than everyone else. Do you feel like you are here on a mission? Yeah, absolutely, because I am, right? And these are all meant to be disillusioning factors of your reality. Oh, you're not in your reality. You're not with it. You're not aligned. And so it's pretty mind-blowing that anyone who feels this way is immediately targeted as having mental health issues. And I felt this way my whole life. I can't imagine those who are still feeling that way, who have not awakened to And the fact that there's a whole community out there of people, like-minded individuals who feel the exact same way, right? So this element of not knowing, this element of being a starseed, this element of being a soul who's from off this planet, on this planet, feeling like a lone wolf, feeling like you're special and you don't know why, feeling guilty that you feel like you're special because the world is telling you that you're not, it all leads to control issues. I bet you each and every one of you, especially including myself, all struggle with control issues in one way or another. And there's so many different mechanisms. There's so many different forms of control that we don't even, and we're not even fully aware of, that come up in our day-to-day lives. The last episode was all about freedom, which is so important for a starseed. But the opposite of freedom is control. We all create controlling elements and dynamics of our life because we feel like we are out of control in other ways in our life. The words here are overcompensation. We overcompensate the lack of control that we feel in our own starseed mission for the control that we feel like we need to have in our human life. So maybe it's trying to control what your child does or does not do because that's how you were raised. But ultimately, the only reason why you're trying to help your child be perfect at the things that they're trying to do is because you have those control mechanisms in your own life, in your own reality. You have too much control over your own perfectionistic ideologies. And control also means lack of trust. Freedom is letting go of control surrendering to full trust in moment to moment and just being free, just being in the moment. And I find that there are souls on the planet who are starseeds 
who are so pure, maybe undamaged in a way. And by pure, you know, there's so many different definitions of that. But I would say a pure soul is someone who hasn't seen as much darkness, or maybe they haven't experienced as much trauma as another starseed on this planet. I have so many pure souls around me in my own life. I mean, my assistant Lauren is a very pure soul, uh, very innocent in a way, and so is my wife, just such a pure soul. And I did make mention to this in a video I did about how I felt like I wasn't as pure, right? How I felt like I had a chip on my shoulder, like I was damaged, like I was attempting to protect myself in moment to moment. And that's another element of control, is this protection. It's the defense mechanisms. So say, for example, if you were single and you really like the person that you're talking to on one of these dating apps, and you have a date set for the weekend. And before the weekend comes, you're saying to yourself, you know what, they probably won't even show up anyway. They probably won't show. They probably won't show. That is a control mechanism. You may not say that that's control, but ultimately you are defending yourself without any threat. You have such a high expectation. You've been disappointed by this reality over and over again. Therefore, you are lowering your expectations. And by lowering your expectations, you're creating the reality that you're observing, which is, oh, they're a no-show. I don't love myself. I don't feel like I deserve love. So they won't show up for me because I don't deserve that. Therefore, they don't show up because that's the reality that you're creating over and over again. So... Whether your control mechanisms come through a defense, lowering your expectations, perfectionism, or just simply, hey, you know, you put the dishes in the dishwasher this way, but they should really be put in the dishwasher that way, right? Whatever the, the control mechanisms are in your own life and reality. The easiest way to let go of control is two things. And I recommend that if you have a notebook or you have the space to write these notes down, I recommend them. So the first thing with control is always taking a step back. If you feel the need to say something, if you feel the reaction coming up, if you are aware of the fact that you're lowering your standards, right? If you're just a basically control mechanisms come down to anything that's disharmonic. It's really like so many things all equate to a lack of control. And you as a starseed feel the lack of control because you've forgotten your memories. You feel like you have a mission, but you don't know what that is. That's lack of control. That's lacking core knowledge that you need to succeed. So you overcompensate in other ways. So taking a step back from that moment, that control moment, and then asking yourself, what's my highest intention? So let's bring it to another example. Say, for example, you're taking a trip. Here we are in 2021. Hopefully things are, you know, settling down, opening back up, yada, yada, yada. You're taking a trip. You're finally doing the thing that you've always wanted to do. 
And before the trip, maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months, maybe it's a couple weeks before, but your control mechanisms go into overdrive. Well, you know, did you pack this? And did I get this? And did I think of this? And what hotel are we doing here? And what food are we going to eat here? And do we have enough money? And what's happening? And, you know, it's all the the hows, whens, why, you know, all the the if, ands, or buts of the entire dynamic and situation that you're freaking out about. And because you're so anxious and worried about taking this trip and doing all the things in the right ways, the trip itself becomes a chore. It's no longer exciting because it's not free. You're not free in it. You're not enjoying yourself. You're not trusting. (laughs) You're wrapped up in it being perfect right? And so in that moment, when you recognize that behavior, it is so important to take a big step back and to reset your intention. What do I want out of this trip? Because when we're in a control mechanism, however that shows up for you, when you're in that mechanism, you are going to create more harm than good. If you're in chaos while planning this trip, you are projecting and reverberating the frequency, just like good old karma, that's going to come back at you in a chaos fashion. So anytime we get caught up in the loop of control, we need to realize that our intentions are disharmonic. They aren't aligned. We're too focused on making everything perfect or controlling a dynamic or aligning everything at the right times rather than trusting the flow. So step number one is take a step back from the whole situation. I guess maybe really truly step number one is recognizing that you're in a control dynamic. You're limiting yourself by trying to figure it all out. And you're holding yourself back from freedom and enjoyment and abundance and trust and you know, relaxing in that moment. So step number one is recognize. Step number two is take a step back from the whole situation altogether. Step number three is readjust your intention. So what do I want from this trip? What is my highest intention about this trip? What is my highest intention about raising my child? What is my highest intention about my job, right? How is this serving me? And likewise, how can I serve the world while this is serving me? And when we take a step into the highest intention, then the only other thing you have to do, I guess step number four, I guess there's more than two steps. Step number four is to just let go and trust. A lot of our mechanisms and control mechanisms and perfectionistic mechanisms are because we're not trusting that everything's going to work out because we have no idea what we actually want, right? So on day two of your trip, this is what you think that you want. But just because you want to go visit some monument doesn't actually mean that you're receiving anything from it. Stop focusing on controlling the physical and take a step up into the quantum The only thing that you have the ability to control is your intention 
which is also in relation to your vibrational frequency. You can try and control your physical reality in the moment or before the moment as much as you want. But if you're asking for things in not the right vibration, then you're going to be manifesting things that are aligned to the vibration that you asked for the thing and not the thing itself. I want $100 and in your mind you're picturing a $100 bill and you're feeling pretty damn good about asking for $100 because you're aware, you're setting an intention, you're asking what you want, you visualize it. Even though you're very clear on what you want, you still have a lot of baggage associated to money itself. And maybe your grandmother gave you a $100 bill uh, one time for your birthday and your little brother ran into the room and tore it up or your father took it away as far as a punishment or whatever happened. We've got these layers associated to what we ask for. So whether you're aware of it or not, you could ask for golden vibration or DNA activation or alien abductions or money or whatever it is, if you're not in the highest frequency, if you're not in the vibration that's going to align to all of the good things, then you're fooling yourself. So it's not about what you're asking for. And especially, I just want to like side note here, as starseeds, we always feel so bad about asking for things that we want but I always have to bring it back to that. I know we all want to help the world, and we will. But if you are at half capacity, if you are suffering, if you are stressed out about work or money or family dynamics, how are you going to help the world? If you are not fully thriving in a high abundant frequency, then all you're doing is you're projecting your lack to the planet and you're helping, truly, to co-create a lack energy. So stop it. (laughs) Stop feeling guilty for asking for what you want. Stop feeling guilty for putting yourself into the present moment. Stop feeling guilty for putting yourself first in general. You deserve it and you're giving the planet so much by giving back to yourself. So don't feel guilty for asking for money, but be freaking sharp and aware of how you're asking for it. Not the words that you use, not the visuals that you're working with, the vibration that you're sitting in. That's all that matters, ever. It's not eat a certain food to get to a certain vibration. Or don't take a vaccination in order to maintain your sovereignty. If you believe that taking a vaccination takes away your sovereignty, then don't do it because that's what you believe. But there is no right or wrong. And I know it's tough to hear, especially since in the spiritual community, it's, it's a big deal right now is that sovereignty. And I agree. The number one thing that any government, especially NGOs, non-government organizations, the biggest thing that any system, large system, has a responsibility within is to always allow free will. The second our free will, just like the mandatory mask wearing, I don't care what it is, 
I don't care what it is. They could say it's mandatory. It is a law to drink eight glasses of water a day. That's fucked up, in my opinion. No, I have the freedom to drink four or one if I wanted to or none. So the point is, if you have a reaction to even someone else's control mechanism around you, it just means that you're still playing a small game of disempowerment, thinking that you have to align to their reality. We don't have to align to someone else's reality. We don't have to play their game. We don't have to play the government's game. We don't have to play the religious game. We don't have to play even the monetary game. If you don't care about being monetarily abundant, then live off the grid, get rid of all of your expenses, and that's your main intention. But there's no right or wrong in that. There are very wealthy hippies, and uh, they're doing great, but that's what they want. There's no right or wrong. There is just a vibrational frequency that you're in. And your belief mirrors your vibration. Your vibration mirrors your belief. If I gave you a pill and said, this pill will unlock your DNA, you would take it, you would believe it because you trust me, and you would most likely unlock your DNA. Because that's what you believed at the time of taking the action. Any sort of perfectionistic control mechanisms that you have is all just a game that you're playing with yourself because you've always been in control. You've never been out of control in your entire life. Ask for something. Own it when you ask for it. And if you're asking for it in a low or lack vibrational frequency of not believing that you deserve it, you are going to create a reality where there's more of that lack. Not just because you created that through your intention and vibration, but also for you and your higher self and you as the universe to turn that around, to help you confront that energy and to essentially help you overcome that limiting belief. So it's all positive at the end of the day, but we got to take responsibility around what we're creating. Control mechanisms are so common in starseed frequencies. Ultimately, it is because you have forgotten your memories. And every interdimensional being I've ever talked to who has come to this planet or even thought about coming to planet Earth has always been scared of losing all of their memories. So the way that I want to finish this off is just to ponder the question. If you right now, in this present moment, forgot all of your memories of this lifetime, all of your childhood memories, all of the memories of your parents and potentially abuse or not abuse or love or not love, if you lost all of that, including your own name, would you still be you? And with that, beautiful beings of light, thank you so, so much for being here. As always, be sure to check out my YouTube, just Elizabeth April on YouTube, Instagram, Elizabeth.April on Instagram, and uh, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. I'm out there. Tons of free content. 
I love you all so, so, so much. Have a beautiful and blissed out rest of your day. Until next time, starseeds, keep up the high vibration. I will see all of you in the fifth dimension.